good to have you here. A big one. It's good to have you here. Why? Well, you said you weren't going to come back. When did I say that? Last week, you said I'm not going to do this show anymore. Well, I said if you found somebody to pay me to do it, and you said you had, so don't start that f***ing nonsense with me. I've potentially lined somebody up. Good, well, it better happen, otherwise next week won't happen. All I've got is this change left. I sold some books, it's uh, International Book Day today. International Book Day, well, well, well. Ah, uh, gosh, here's a way you could save money, close down all the f***ing libraries. What is the point? Somebody tell me the point of libraries these days, and if somebody says, oh, well, it's somewhere to go when it's raining. I mean, how ridiculous. I've got an idea. What? Close the art libraries down, put the money into helping the kids who've got f*** all to do, and they say, well, they could go to the library. They don't want to go to the f***ing library. They want something more interesting to do. And that's one of the reasons why we have knife crime, and not the only, and all the other problems on the streets. They have nothing to do. We need to be able to do something. Uh, also, our prisons are f***ing full. People are going into prison. Uh, they're coming out of prison, and... <laughs> And then they go back in again. There is no, nothing going on in prisons to stop people from their lives of crime. I mean, the, I, don't, I have to say, I've been saying this on my radio show, we have got the worst bunch of f***ing leaders in this country that I can ever remember. They're scared of their f***ing shadows. I mean, just what on earth? What on earth uh, is is Theresa May trying to do? I don't know whether you saw this story uh, in the in the papers the other day. Uh, I'm I'm almost speechless. I'm not speechless. I'm almost speechless. So Cressida Dick, who is the commissioner of the Metropolitan Police Force, who uh, seems not to be prepared to talk to people who ask her difficult questions. And she's got an interesting history. You can Google it. Uh, so anyway, she is the head of the Metropolitan Police in the capital. And uh, what's his name? Williamson, who is the uh, defence minister. Uh, Gavin, I think. Gavin Williamson. And <laughs> uh, I don't know where this came from, but, uh, but apparently, according to Gavin Williamson, the army the troops are ready to step in to help the fight against knife crime, if needed. Cressida Dick, aptly named, also said, yes, if uh, we're very glad to know that the uh, armed forces are there available, and if I deem them necessary to ask for their help, I will. I mean, there is a spate of, of violent crime amongst kids of a certain age, not only in London, but it's a huge problem in the capital, but also around the rest of the country. And one of the, re the two, a couple of reasons, but the, the reasons is that the police became very frightened of being accused of being racist for stopping and searching. And I don't think uh, mothers of any dead boys would be worried about anybody being stopped and searched. You know, this whole business of, oh, you're racist. I mean, just forget it, will you? So that was, that needs to be brought back and it needs to be brought back yesterday. And the police don't need to worry about it as long as they're polite and if one of these little scrotes starts saying, you're only picking on me because of um, the colour of my skin or something, just ignore them and say, yes, sir, well, I'm sorry, sir, but we just want to ask you a few questions. Where have you been? What are you doing? And can we search you? Uh, and, and get on with it. Because of the amount of violence there has been, I think the police are well within their rights. Let's do it. And when these kids are caught, Never mind a suspended sentence for somebody who stabbed somebody twice but didn't kill them, because that has happened recently. Let's actually look at their mental health, and if their mental health, and by the way, we need to do something urgently in this country because a large proportion of our prison population are mentally ill, not criminals. They can't help what they're doing, and they need to be looked after somewhere secure to keep them out of uh, harming themselves and other people because of their problems mentally. We need to, uh, to do that. Uh, we need to actually have properly trained prison staff and more of them because so many of them have left. And we need a judiciary that actually gives proper sentences. And then we might get somewhere.
More than that, we need to find out why a lot of these kids are so angry. A lot of it is because they have nothing to do, no future to look forward to, uh, not much in the way of family life, so the gangs come in. And when the police smash a gang, the judges and the magistrates who seem to listen to every uh, tale of, of, of woe coming from the defence side need to stop it. And if somebody has stuck a knife into another human being, if they're not mentally deranged, uh, if they are just think that they can get away with it and that's an easy way for them to deal with things, they go to prison. And they don't go to prison for a... F- they go to prison for a f***ing long time. They go to prison for 15 years minimum. It would be so easy to sort this out if we had politicians who weren't f***ing scared of their shadows and scared of somebody... You know, I've got this culture in this country. Now, if you talk to somebody in a fairly brisk manner, you tell somebody, I'm sorry, but, you know, you are doing a f***ing lousy job. Oh, you're bullying me? Oh, you can't talk to me like that. I'm being bullied. I've got to go and get help. It's affecting my mental state. Oh, f*** off, you're sacked. I don't want you in here anymore. Or the alternative is those people who (laughs) cry wolf or those people who get upset at every single uh, piece of, uh, (laughs) of criticism are going to end up ruling the roost. And we are, this is probably, I don't know, but this is probably why we've got such appalling leaders at the moment and why we didn't realise, or David Cameron, another weak man with very watery eyes, didn't he, uh, who who was so scared of UKIP that he decided to give the country a referendum. In and out, I'm a tough bloke. Yes, I'm a tough bloke. Then he f***ing lost because an in and out referendum and he hadn't read the mood of the country right, uh, gives us this situation where the country is split. I mean... You couldn't write this as a script. They'd say, oh, this is too far-fetched. So now we're in this position where he's messed this whole whole country up and he's disappeared. Well, first thing you do, I'm resigning. I don't feel I can go on. No, you can't, because you're a useless pillar, can't you? I, I just, you know, it's just beggar's belief. And so there, Gavin Williamson and Cressida Dick both saying, oh, yes, well, we could always use the army. No, you can't use the armed forces. How, what are you going to do? Have Have soldiers patrolling the streets of Britain with guns, and you think the kids won't arm themselves with guns as well? Wake up, you're being stupid. I mean, we don't have enough soldiers, sailors or airmen. They've been cut back to nearly nothing. But the the idea that we're going to enforce martial law in this country is balmy. I suggest that Gavin Williamson and Cressida Dick consider their positions because they're really not fit to do what they're doing. To actually consider that this is, it is a a serious problem. I'm not taking away from that. But it's a problem that needs to be dealt with, with the police and the judiciary and some intelligent political thinking. I mean, it is barking f***ing mad to suggest we're going to bring the army on the street. Do they think in their tiny minds that some of these gangsters with the knives actually are going to be intimidated or frightened by that? No, they're not. They're going to tool up. That's what they're going to do. This isn't going to stop until you catch some of these. Nearly use the C word then. Uh, until you catch some of these and you lock them up for a long time. And when they're locked up, then the job of rehabilitation has to start. We don't do it in this country. Our probation service is completely fucked. We have absolutely no way of, of starting any kind of rehabilitation at all. Because the politicians have cut back the money. And it wouldn't matter whether it was a Labour government, because they didn't do any better. And now, of course, we know that there is a magic money tree, because every time Theresa May needs something like the DUP to support her, because she's such a useless, idiotic politician, and and the Tories must be pretty thick of them. Where is Margaret Thatcher? She, oh, I love that woman. Anyway, you know, she has an election... I nearly said she has an erection. That would have been ridiculous, wouldn't it? She has an election and and loses her majority. And then she finds the money, a couple of billion, to bribe the smallest party in Northern Ireland to actually support her. Then she finds uh, no reason to sack Chris Failing, who's now lost nearly £2 million of public money by his incompetence. Don't blame just him, by the way. The civil servants and the advisers that work in his office, uh, these guys are not doing very much uh, use either. I, I, you know, I work occasionally in the BBC, <laughs> very occasionally, and you go in there, it's like the f- 
fucking civil service. There are people working in there who couldn't get another job if their lives depended upon it. And, of course, they can't be sacked. Oh, no, BBC, no, we must take them to uh, a tribunal, must allow them, you know, shout at somebody. I shouted at somebody the other day. Oh, no, oh, oh, my mental health is being hurt. Oh, pig off. I mean, I'm just getting fed up with it, and I think the country is getting fed up with it. We are sinking down to the lowest level. We are allowing the idiots to take over, you know, We are paying so much lip service to political correctness because perhaps we didn't do enough for people. You know, it's our own fault in a way because we get the politicians we deserve. And some people, um, I mean, I should have stood for Parliament years ago. I'm far too old. I don't want to do it now. You know, it needs people in their 30s and 40s to get in there, get stuck in and stop all this stupidity. You're not saying much, are you, Snowflake? I was going to talk about my brilliant idea about libraries, and then you just went off on one. What about libraries? Close the bloody places. Yeah. Turn them into youth centres or something. You know, cash points, they're getting rid of those. Well, they keep nicking them near where I live. (laughs) I was thinking of Google points. Just have screens with the internet on them, and then the people that want to use a library go there. Good idea. There you go, that's my idea. Good idea. Okay, fine. Well, what was I moaning about... I saw on Facebook you were calling Mrs May an idiot the other day. I think lots of people have said she's an idiot. How come they're picking on you in the papers then? Well, I don't know. Because they like to pick on JW. Ah. She's an idiot. And, and uh, you know, she's got no power. Chris Grayling should have been removed ages ago. She's just left him there. Uh, not to mention, uh, we are now now really close to crashing out of the European Union, and some people still think it's going to be a good idea. Trust me, it isn't. I live in Kent, and you should see what they're doing in preparation for a shit leaving of the European Union. Uh, The roads are being completely f***ed up. They're building barriers down each side of the barrier, so you're going to end up with three barriers so they can have contraflow both sides and parking both sides. Nobody's going to be able to get anywhere. And, you know, we, do we really want to do deals with these other countries? I don't think so. You know, we say on one hand, we're so politically correct that we're allowing every weak person. And look, I don't, I, I'm, you know, if somebody's weak, we have to look after them. If somebody can't take criticism, well, we have to sort of move them aside. We can't have a situation where, you know, if I hear any more about, oh, if you raise your voice, you're bullying me. Get over yourselves, for fuck's sake. I'm getting sick of it because what we're going to do is we're going to end up with such a limp society that nothing will ever get done. And we are really close to f***ing the whole country up. Because if we don't get and sort this out, and I don't see any leadership in this country at all, we're just going to have bodge, 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 bodge. It's just ridiculous. The European Union needed changing? Sure, we should have changed it. We should have started doing that years and years ago. But because we got weak politicians, we never did it. I guarantee I'll talk to a few politicians on my talk radio show every week and they will always try and avoid the situation. And there are some very good There are some very good ones, but there are some real monsters out there who are thick as pig shit. Actually, pig shit's quite slimy, isn't it? It's not very thick. I wonder where that saying came from. Uh, maybe it's been out in the sun and dried up a bit. Yeah, okay, that'll do. Anyway, if this happens the way I think it will, then there are going to be disgruntled people on both sides. And what will happen is that we will be continuing to argue about this, not just until the 29th of March, but probably for the rest of my life. And David Cameron sits there smugly, taking his £150,000 a year pension for being a Prime Minister, and smirks. Okay, here's something else I'm fed up with as well. You know, on the one hand, I think we have far too much political correctness and all this. We can't can't stop that person because they're a certain colour and they might complain. If you think they've been up to no good, you stop them. Doesn't matter what colour they are, doesn't matter what they're wearing, you stop them. In fact, maybe we should have profiling of of different people, sorts of people. What's the point when you're looking for a terrorist who's probably from uh, an Islamic background? What's the point of stopping an 80-year-old lady with grey hair? Not really any point, really, at all. 
No, but if you don't stop everybody, then you're profiling, you see, and that's not on. Okay, so uh, I would like to say a few words now to the nutcases, in my view, who were demonstrating outside a school in Birmingham because they didn't like uh, their children being taught about different lifestyles, you know, about the fact that there are some men who want to live together and bring up children, some women. There are different sorts of, of, of families out there and only a f***wit would want to discriminate against somebody because of their sexuality. This is another thing that winds me up, by the way. And it's interesting, isn't it, that we go from politically correct bollocks um, then to something like this where uh, I think there shouldn't be any arguments. I don't think we, you know, we shouldn't live in a country that has allowed people in their religions to interfere with children and say nothing and do nothing. We shouldn't live in a country that's frightened of religion. You know, religion is a belief somebody has, and we all have beliefs, you know. Some people believe that the moon's made of cream cheese. Some people believe that uh, Jedis are a religion, you know, some people believe that going around selling magazines telling you the end is nigh is perfectly acceptable. Well, you know, in a free country, you can do what the hell you like, but you obey the law of the land. And the law of the land says that we're all equal, and it doesn't matter what your sexuality is. It does matter, by the way, obviously, if you are some sort of pervert and you go around trying to force yourself on other people, then you need to be locked up. But there are people in this country still, in this country still, who believe in conversion therapy. And there are people because of their religions, Christianity and Islam. In my view, nasty religions, because all they do is teach what they don't like. They, they both say, oh, we love everybody and we, we, you know. But then they go and tell you a, a massive, long plethora of things that they do not like. And they don't seem to like very much, to be honest. You know, they've, oh, they get more stressed out about other people's sexuality. And there they are with loads of these people hiding behind their ridiculous clothing. Why does, why, why in religion do you need to wear funny clothes to make you stand out? Why? Why? Anybody, nobody can answer the question. Why do you need to dress up? Why does a bishop need to spend all that money, and it's a lot of money, wearing those ridiculous clothes? This is my opinion. If you disagree, then you can email me, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Luckily, the James Whale Radio podcast that you're listening to now really is only listened to by intelligent people who agree with every word I say. But if you're one of those who's suddenly been shocked, then why don't you tell me why I'm wrong? Come on, if you're a, a mullah, you tell me why homosexuality is so bad. And don't tell me, oh, well, we accept everybody, because you blatantly don't. And 600 parents demonstrating outside a school in Birmingham because their children are being told what life is really like. And the school gave in. You should be ashamed of yourselves. If you don't like the religious tolerance that there is in this country, and I'm glad there is, we tolerate anybody to believe anything they want. You can believe, you know, there's another world out there somewhere you go and live afterwards. And, you know, if you're really stupid, you can believe uh, that you get uh, 13 virgins or 30 virgins if you've been a good boy. What a lot of bollocks, right? I don't mind what you believe. I don't mind if you worship your dog. Well, I actually worship my dogs. But it doesn't seem that religion has done the planet any favours at all. Not ever since, you know... Uh, one lot said, this is the best religion. Another lot said, no, ours is a better religion. And everybody goes on and on and on about it. I'd, I'd love to know how some people are so committed to their religion that they're prepared to die for it. I would love to know. Is it some sort of disease that gets into your brain? And then these other people who wander around, they get them working it. And going back to that, they're dressing up. That really does. I don't know much about Islam, but they dress up as well. But the Christians, I know a little bit about. I mean, what is this? What is this whole business of vicars and they have to wear these clothes? Who's, who, did Jesus wear anything like this? If he ever existed, and I'm still, you know, but it's, it's a historical fact. No, it's not. How do you know what's historical fact? People wrote stuff down. Doesn't mean it was right, does it? Oh, we cross-referenced it. doesn't mean it's right. You have no idea what happened thousands of years ago. I imagine 2,000 years from now, if anybody's a brown on this planet, imagine them trying to decipher what went on here. Um, so, you, you know, these parents, if you don't like this country, then, you know, I suggest you find another one. And people have said to me, because I'm so against Brexit, perhaps I should go and move to France. 
No, I'm not going to move to France. I'm going to save this country. And this is not a religious country. This is a secular country that tolerates all religions, but the religions have to know their place. You can answer any of these questions. You can either call me on my talk radio program any night, Monday to Thursday, 7 o'clock till 10, or you can email me here at the James Whale Radio podcast at jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. It's easy to get in touch and let me know what you think. I suppose I should let you do something now because I am just, you know, somebody has got to become the saviour of this world. You want me to save the world? No, I'm thinking I'll do it. I can fit it in. Well, I can do it. I mean, if you want to do it, you do it. Well, okay, we'll talk about it over lunch. I bet I'm paying, though. Yeah, you will be paying. Right, okay. Should we have some music, then? Oh, I don't know. What we got? Similar. Hang on, I'm not on the right page. <laughs> I will be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, here, here. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the new single from Haftis Hold. Yeah. Well, what sort of name is Haftis Hold? Her name. Well, what sort of name is Haftis Hold? Her name. What sort of name is Haftis Hold? Her name. Are you com- Are you doing this to annoy me intently? It's just her name. I thought would have thought you'd like the music this week. It's um, by uh... well, I don't know. I've not heard it. You have. It's called "I Want to Break Free." Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's uh, it was a hit for Queen. It was. Yeah, I'm not sure. I approve of 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 doing covers of Queen. Everyone's doing covers of Queen. Really? Yeah. Even Queen do covers of Queen now. All right. Well, let's give it a. a... A quick listen. If I don't like it, we'll stop it halfway through. Okay. What? That's fine. Well, you can't stop it halfway. You'll have to tell me and I'll stop it halfway through. Oh, I can stop it halfway through. Trust me. I'm logged into your computer. Play it now then and then... Have this hold and I want to break free.
Haftis hold and I want to break free. I quite like that. It's quite a sexy vocal, but you're not allowed to say that, are you? Really? You can on this show. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't even say to people now, "You look nice." I said it to Ash the other day. Who works with me on my show, and he got very upset. Ah, uh, is that where the complaints come from? What complaints? Oh well, you'll probably find out about it when you go back in work tonight. What complaints? Should we move on? Right. So no. Um, what complaints? From HR. Hey, oh, about Ash, you mean? Yeah. Telling Ash he looked nice. Hmm. Yeah, well, he can go and do one. <laughs> he probably won't. Right. What? What? <laughs> what have we got? We got, so we got some uh, people's comments this week. Let me have a look at this. People's comments. Are these people who apparently listened? Yes. Apparently we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 listeners to this show. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's better than I thought. That's brilliant. What are they saying? Well, I've given it's you the shit. Hang on. Oh no! Look, Mark Lemon Warren, best podcast available. That's one in the eye for Ricky Gervais. <laughs> what? Joe Laidley. He says I'm halfway through latest podcast. What I love about podcast is you can say what you like, and also there are no annoying commercial breaks. Yeah, Joe, that's the thing that really upsets me. We had a couple of commercial breaks. We could spend more time, get a bigger studio. Carol Gardner says, another great podcast. Are you married, Carol? Uh, Alison Browning, I enjoyed the show, only I kept laughing at the beginning, which set me off coughing, and I've got that cold that's been hanging around for ages. It's good to have a good rant, though, isn't it? It flipping well is. Actually, I tell you what, I'm go- I've just thought of something for the podcast. I don't know whether we can do this. It'll be up to anybody listening who wants to. But, you know, I I I, I clear it all out of my head doing the podcast and, and the sort of things I wouldn't really be able to say on the radio or anywhere else for that matter. And if there are if there's if you want to do the same thing and you could record up a bit a rant of about five minutes or something, a couple of minutes of you going on about something and send it in, we could include it in the program, couldn't we? Yeah, we could all have a good laugh. Yeah, the People's Podcast. We have a little section called the People's Podcast, or the people, or the, or the, you know, the people's. What could we? What rhymes with people that would be appropriate? The people's. Um, the people's what? Piss off the people. No, you couldn't do that, could you? <clears throat> something like that, you know. Something so. This is what you know. For argument's sake. Uh, Darren Milmos says, weekends are so boring without the show. Uh, actually, weekends on Talk Radio, I'm on Saturdays between 1 o'clock and 4 this month because Jeremy Kyle's disappeared somewhere. Um, but, yeah, what could we, what could we, so you could, you could actually, um, you know, what could we call it? So people have their own bit on this program where if you want to have a go at something and you really feel angry about it, let all the venom come out. See what happens. We can ask the people to come up with an idea for the spot on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Just send us an email, jameswellradio at gmail.com, and uh, and we'll have a look through. Uh, Jackie Gant says, uh, James and Rob, your shows really help me as I'm bed-bound. I love the shows, and you are better than my morphine. Oh, Jackie, that's really nice. I know when Melinda was alive, morphine didn't work for her. She didn't. Um, she didn't do well on morphine at all, so they had to find something else. And the trouble is, Jackie, she never laughed at anything I said, which is a shame, really, isn't it? No, she did a bit. She did a bit. Um, but I'm, I'm glad we're better than morphine. Does that mean we send people to sleep? Uh, we give people a natural high. Do we? Well, that actually, we could be in trouble for that. Actually, we could. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Isabel Colgate, who uh, is always on my Twitter feed, I've noticed, Isabel, uh, she says, if I don't have a pain in my side from laughing, you've made my evening. Thank you, Mr. Whale. That's all right. I'll call me darling. Um, Anita Crawley says she loves the show. Dean Nicholson says he started listening on CastBox. What is CastBox? It's a, it's a box you throw out to the sea and then you reel it in and you get some radio. Why don't you stop trying to be funny and tell me what it is? It's just a player for podcasts. Oh, is it? Uh, I don't know half these things. Well, one day you will. Oh, right, OK. I mean, it's easy to get the podcast, isn't it? It appears on some radio stations as well. It does. Yeah. Uh, Fraser Ramsey says, I do love it when you make Rob Oldfield add about a million bleeps. Oh, do I? <laughs> oh, dear. Fraser, this is for you, Fraser. This is specially for you. Rob, you ready? No. <laughs> Fraser, hope you enjoyed it. I'll have to leave that in now. (laughs) (laughs) What did I say, according to Colin Watkins, that was funny about Gordon Ramsay the other day? I can't remember. I can't remember either, but it uh, probably was funny. Colin said he nearly dropped his tea. Uh, oh dear anyway listen thank you I, I didn't read everybody out but that's really nice of you thank you very much indeed and tell your friends uh, and if you want to be part of it and if there's something you want to get off your back then feel free to get in touch and do it now here's the bit nobody really wants in the show but we do it just because uh, otherwise Rob gets very hurt here's Tech Talk oh great I wasn't even ready then I, I threw the bit of paper away here we go That's my um, that's my parking meter uh, money. Is it? Well, do you, does everybody do this? You come in and you have a you have change in your pocket. We won't have this for much longer because money's going, and um, and you just throw it on the on your desk or your sideboard or whatever, and then it just there. And I must, and it's sort of it's ten p pieces, two p pieces. And others, and it's just, oh, that's dirty. I hate some of them. Oh, that is horrible. I wonder what that is. Oh, it smells disgusting. Anyway, uh, so, right, Tech Talk, get on with it. Uh, Uber are not liable for the self-driving car death. Yeah. Can I have a go about Uber? Yeah, of course you can. Um, Uber uh, Uber drivers uh, must be the worst f***ing drivers in the world. And if you want to have your say, you know how to get in touch. Uh, Uber drivers all seem to drive those appalling Toyota Priuses, which must be one of the most ugly-looking cars you could get. And if you're a if you're a pedestrian and they're waiting around, you can't hear them going either. But they don't know where they're going. They dawdle in the middle of the street, and if I have nearly gone into the back of one, I've nearly gone into the back of about hundreds. They just stop without looking. Are the people who drive these cars? adequately trained to do so because i don't believe they are i've only been in two ubers and i will never get in another one and both of them first of all the bloke hardly spoke any english so how can you drive a cab around a country where you don't speak the language the second one had no idea what to do when stuck with a, a, a one-way street and he was looking to go down the wrong way because his sat-nav had told him and the street had changed. I got out. I'd only just got in the car. I got out, slammed the door, walked off. I cannot understand how everybody thinks Ubers are so great. Every company you go to, I say, oh, well, shall we get you an Uber? I'll get you an Uber. No, don't bother. I'll either walk or get a proper cab. The uh, backup driver may be liable because he was watching TV at the time, allegedly. Really? Yeah. Well, quite frankly, I wouldn't bother with them. So the car didn't work and the backup driver didn't work mm. either. So that's great for the self-driving uh, industry. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, who wants to get in a car with nothing in it? You don't know if, if it suddenly all goes tits up you actually are going to to be sort of rushed around with something with no human being that can make a decision. It also has to make a moral decision. Is it going to run over the child or the old lady? And that's somebody's grandma. Mm. So it, it, it would run over the old person rather than the child. The car has to make the decision, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it's got to, it presumably has been programmed to hate old people. I would imagine so. I imagine that's the natural <clears throat> choice that they would <clears throat> probably go for. Um, I would go for the wall myself. Yeah. Because there's no human... Well, there could be a human in it, I suppose. Well, you know, you took the risk getting in the car in the first place. You're responsible in the car, aren't you? So... I agree with you, strangely enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just appalling. And I don't... I mean, I I just... I find that that really... Anyone seems to be able to get... You know, I've got a car, and they say, well, it's got to be... uh, It's got to be um, uh, economically friendly, although I have no idea why. Uh... And so they've got all these Priuses going around with Uber drivers in. Do they ever make any money? Because most of them seem empty. I don't know. Must make some money. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Well, yeah, I suppose so. And then if you if you if somebody says, we're sending you an Uber, which happened to me not long ago, and I was standing waiting for it, they said it'd be there in two minutes. Uh, I ran back five minutes later and said, well, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, well, they said they couldn't see you, so they've gone. So we'll send another one. This went on for 25 minutes. Just hail your own cab and bill them later. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I've done. I'm sick of it, to be honest with you. I'm absolutely f***ing sick of it. I'm nothing but contempt for Uber. So they won't want to sponsor the show, will they? No. Uh, The password JI32K7AU4A83 is not a secure password. Well, not now, obviously, because you've just given it out. Apparently it means my password in Mandarin. Right. Using a Taiwanese keyboard. It's had a hundred data breaches across the internet. Yeah. And the AU4A83 part of that password Mm. has had over a thousand breaches because that's the word password. So don't use those digits and numbers. Right. Yeah. See, nothing but educational. Yeah. My password is quite often f*** you. (laughs) Funnily enough... I actually have to beep your password, not because I don't want people to know what your password is, but because of the wording in the password. Yeah, but you wouldn't hack it, would you? <laughs> Do you know what I find annoying as well? Every time I, I type it in, uh, a spell check tries to sort of put something else in it. Or it stars it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? F***ing annoying. Anyway. Uh, drones with screens attached could be coming to a concert near you. That's the new form of advertising coming out, apparently. Mm. Well, I would just knock one down with me umbrella. Uh, Polestar 2, the new uh, electric car from Volvo, £35,000 five-door saloon that does 310 miles. So it's it's happening. The, the electric yeah. cars are coming. Yeah. Apparently it's better than the uh, Tesla. I don't like the Tesla. Well, I don't think you like the owner of Tesla. Oh, no, he's a pillock as well, isn't he? And uh, Mark Zuckerberger, yeah, it's uh, an unfortunate name, isn't it? Um, wants to make Facebook a privacy-focused platform. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's announced that he wants to make Facebook a privacy-focused platform. What is all this about? He wants to make all your your information and data private. The way he's going to do it is by making everything encrypted on Facebook eventually, even mm. if that means that Facebook will not be allowed to be used in countries that don't allow encryption. Right. So that's uh, China. They're not going to get Facebook mm. then, I think. <laughs> well, I don't think China's really heading to be part of the world community anyway, is it? Brexiteers, we're going to do great deals on China. This is the emerging community. We're going to do marvellous deals on China. Have another tin of dog food. <laughs> Where that came from. Uh, films uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, Fighting yeah. with My Family. That's a really good film. Go and see it. It's a, it's a wrestling film that's not really about wrestling. It's very good. It's a wrestling film that's not really about wrestling. It's a really good film. 100% go and see it. Yeah. Okay. It's got the, the rock in it. There you go. Okay. He's quite handsome. He's a very good-looking man. Can we say that? You can't say that. No. He's, all, he's, a, he's an average-looking man. And you got you couldn't say, gosh, you've got great big biceps, baby. Or buns. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, dear, dear me. Why do I keep getting on my uh, Instagram? Like, you, I, I really don't know how Instagram works, so I apologise if you look at mine. Um, and um, so I just put out a nice picture of the garden because it looked all springy. 
in the summer. James Whale Radio is my Instagram, but I've only I've only just really started using. I've only got a thousand followers on there. So, um, was that a plug to get more followers? I don't know. I, 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 Twitter is what I normally do. Um, but anyway, Instagram. It sort of seems I'm not really. You just said I have to do Instagram. That's why I'm doing it. Well, I'm not really doing it. I'm doing it a bit. I like to look through and see what sort of pictures everybody puts on of themselves and their food and everything else. Um, and you press on one thing, and it's just got lots of people working out, wearing the tightest lycra clothes they can wear. And what's wrong with that? Well, I just wondered why. Well, they like to, you know, let their friends and family know that they're... Uh... There's one Stay woman healthy. who's following me who just, uh, she's in the gym hole the whole time and then takes pictures of her bum. Hey, did you get uh, followed by that um, curvy lover on Twitter? Yes. What is, and then so did Ash and various other people at Talk Radio. What is that all about? I don't know, but the pictures are quite nice. Well, that's, that's almost pornographic. I know, at curvy lover, there's a, there's a, there's a plug. Oh, shut up! <laughs> The lovers of the larger lady. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to tell your wife. I, they're probably following her. Right, OK. Where were we? What are we doing now? I've lost the plot. Is it time for uh, questions for the whale, I think? We've had some people responding about your Express newspaper calling Theresa May an idiot. You, what is it? What is this? Hang on, let me have a look at this. I mean, I was not. I was in the flipping... Ev- been in is it get at whale day? Uh, Dean Nicholson said she... This is talking about... I said... I can't remember the name of the uh, MP. It's interesting, actually. We were having quite a nice talk, and I suggested, I said, come on, Theresa May's an idiot, isn't she? Look at what she's done. Oh, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's fair. Oh, come on, she's an idiot. So it was all that sort of, that kind of temper, and then they put it in the paper, and it's all blown up. Uh, um, Huge major row on talk radio with host James Well, and they put a picture out of me with my mouth open again. Well, it was a particularly nice shirt I was wearing, I thought. That's all right, then. Yeah. So, anyway, that was in the papers. Some other stuff in the papers as well. It's quite been quite a big week. Um, right. She is an idiot, says uh, Dean Nicholson, um, for turning. She's done more U-turns than anyone I can remember, and for her to come out saying the cuts in police are not to blame for knife crime going up is just stupid. Prime Minister that has not got a clue what is going on. She needs to go, well, I agree. I mean, she, you know, to say some of the things she said. And also, I think we have to remember, it's not just her, it's her f***ing advisors. What are they telling her? Um, Jackie Gant says she's a stupid, arrogant woman. And you're right, an idiot. I blame her and her stupid mayor for the reduced policing and deaths of the youth and the government not giving decent sentences to those caught carrying a knife. Give them 10 years with no parole. I agree, Jackie, but I put it up to 15. <laughs> um, what else we've got? Chris Beddows, Mrs May, has not got a clue, although David Cameron needs a good spanking for <laughs> this mess as well. I could just see, wouldn't it be nice to see on top of the Tower of London, Theresa May with David Cameron bent across her knees while she was spanking him. He'd enjoy that though. Now I've put that in my mind, I'm not sure how I can work for the rest of the day anyway. Oh dear, Tom Poole says he's with us 100%, she's a liability, we deserve better. Patrick O'Brien says, if there was a poker game with her, I'd fancy my chances. She'd show her hand straight away, clueless. Uh, Nick Lloyd, she is the sort of negotiator who would leave DFS having paid the full price for a sofa. (laughs) Andy Swan says, you're right, James, Mrs May is a complete and utter cockwomble. What's a cockwomble? A womble with a cock. Right. And so was Cameron. Both cockwombles. Don't have heard of that expression. I'm not sure he's got a cock. I don't think you can say that. It's rude. (laughs) I mean, there's no need to be rude, is there? All right, he's a big dick. That's better. All right, okay. Uh, Questions for the whale. All right, questions for the whale. We do this every week, and if you have a question for me, uh, I know the answer to everything. That's how this works, and here we go. The unfortunate thing is my very good friend Rob, producer, can't read, so we have to help him out. Ready? Okay, Karen's homemade. Right, homemade what? Homemade dribble bibs, if I remember rightly. Dribble bibs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I could do with one. Anyway, right, go on. Uh, it's not really a question, it's just a request. Please don't mm. stop doing your podcasts. Now, well, as long as Rob sends me the check, Karen, uh, I'll carry on. Don't care where he gets it from, just as long as he keeps sending it. Uh, Jane Potts, are you going to hurry up with being PM, please? Uh, do you know, Jane, I, I don't... I, I, I don't think it's worth doing, to be honest, because... You, you know, you've got to rely on every... You know, it would be much better as a benevolent dictator. Concern, unfortunately, dictators always get carried away with themselves, don't they? And end up, you know, like... In fact, like our politicians, insisting they're doing things in our interest and they're really not. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I really don't, mm-hmm. Jane. Maybe if you... You know, maybe, Jane, if your role is my number two. Uh, Michael Rogers... Yes, that's good. Michael Rogers, yes. <laughs> Did uh, not read the rest of it? I can, okay. Um, well, I really think you should run for London Mayor. I did nearly run for London Mayor when they, it first came up. But it was a bit of a publicity stunt, and I very nearly got people thinking. And I, I actually ran for, for the candidate for UKIP Mayor, if you remember, before anybody knew how mad UKIP were. And because I know Nigel Farage quite well, although you know I'm a, a Remainer, um, which doesn't mean we can't get on, uh, but at that particular time, uh, I thought it'd be a bit of a laugh. Actually, I might do it again, because let's face it, the one they've got in at the moment, you couldn't do any worse than him, could you? Uh, Gary Turner, can Stoke City get three points at Loftus Road? If that's their wish, yes, Gary, they can. Uh, Darren Moss. Uh, why does Labour's David Lammy keep making racist statements? I don't know. I think David Lammy likes to see himself in the news. Uh, every time he makes one of these ridiculously stupid statements, you're referring to the one about Stacey... Stacey, yeah, the, the one that does the yeah. documentaries. Yeah. Uh, he just made a ridiculously flippant remark and then went to ground because I tried to get an interview with him and he wouldn't talk to anyone. I like Stacey. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to be called Stacey, actually. If you like, I can call you Stacey. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I do quite like that, actually. It makes me warm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Stacey. Let's go with the next one. Uh Isabel Colgate, the heir to the... Oh, she's back on again. Isabel's never off. Toothpaste uh, heir. What? She'll be worth a fortune soon with all that money coming in from the toothpaste company. Oh, is that you, Isabel? Well, send it. You know, I could always do with a couple of free samples. Just send them over. Or the Colgate uh, can sponsor the show, couldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, the James Well Radio podcast is brought to you by Colgate, the fresh whitening toothpaste. If anyone could put in a good word, it'd be Isabel. Good. Okay. What did uh, she want to know? She says, Stacy, what is your dog's favourite Stacey? food? Stacy? Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> what is your dog's favourite food? Um, usually what I'm eating, Isabel, and not what I give them. Uh, Rob James. Is it true that Viagra won't turn you into James Bond, but it will make you Roger Moore? Apparently it will make you Roger Moore, um, but not necessarily as good. That's a fair point. Mm. Not that I've tried it, I have no need. In fact, actually, I have something, you know, I... I have actually been told that some people think I was using it. Keep saying, Stacy, and it'll do the same thing as Viagra, wouldn't it? No, I have no problem with whatever Viagra is supposed to do. That's not a problem. Okay. It's getting to the end is the problem. <laughs> you know, after you've been at it for an hour or so, there's a lot of women who are getting a bit fed up. Yeah, they're checking the watches, wanting to go home. Yeah. Okay. Gene uh, Matheson, has anyone ever asked you a question that's actually stuck with you for a long time after your recording? No. I knew that was going to be a no. I don't know why. Yeah. I just knew yeah. it was going to be a no. Good. Well, thank you very much indeed all for uh, listening to the, uh, the, 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 the Wobble of Whale. <laughs> I need a good name for the... And then people coming on and you could have your five minutes of rant on the show about something that really is winding you up. And it could be something local to you. It could be something in the news. It could be some... could just be, you know, some people who eat too quickly when you're out 
or even at home, people who have uh, habits that annoy you, anything at all, uh, get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Good. The um, uh, books, but National International Book Day. Plug the book. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I'll do a commercial, shall I? Yeah, let's have a commercial. (laughs) To celebrate International Book Day, we're selling signed copies of the James Whale autobiography, My Lifetime of Nighttime, at £5. A fabulous low price, which includes postage and packing. So to find out what James Whale really thinks and how he got where he is today... Why not get hold of your copy of My Lifetime of Nighttime, the autobiography of a man they said never would and never could. The James Well Autobiography, available for £5, which includes postage and packing, by getting in touch with us here at James Well Radio. Oh, f- what is it? jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening and happy World Book Day. Terms and conditions apply. Do they? Well, <laughs> you have to say that at the end of every advert, don't you? I don't know. Books are available subject to your status. All right. Your homes may be repossessed if you do not keep up with the page turning. Oh, shut up. You know, just get in touch with the website, jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop or send us an email. Asking where the web address is, which is jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. Good. I think we've done that, haven't we? Right. Have a good day. Thank you very much indeed. Now, f*** off. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash show or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.